You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 118 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with the awesome Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? I'm great, Val. How are you going? I'm well, I'm well. And we have a snapshot, which is a little mini-sode, this particular episode. And uh, for those of you who are new to our podcast, we have our regular programming where we have our weekly podcast, but in between we have these mini-sodes, which we call snapshots, and they're much shorter little bite-sized pieces of information or how-tos or simple techniques or hacks that you can learn in you know 10 minutes and apply to your photography straight away. So this particular mini-sode is should you shoot wide or long? I like this topic Gina, should you shoot wide or long? I guess it depends on well what your situation is of course. So where do we start on this one Gina? All right. Well, so lens choice is going to have a big effect on how your subject looks in a photo. So when you're shooting a portrait or a landscape or a product, this you really need to factor in uh, lens choice. And this is something I used to get really confused about at the start, and especially when I was photographing portraits, Val, because I, mm. I, I didn't understand like what the relationship was to the uh, focal length and how much information. I was getting in the background of my shot in particular. So uh, I just want to uh, demystify that in this okay. little snapshot today. So um, if uh, anyone wants to uh, want, wants to follow along and wants to have a, a quick look at the show notes for this, I've got some diagrams that really help uh, demystify this at a glance and see exactly what happens. I've done some tests with uh, various lenses to show you the difference uh, in what happens to to portraits at different focal lengths and what happens in landscape shots at different focal lengths and how and it affects your shot. Of course, you can find the show notes at ginamilitia.com if you want to have a look. So that's M-I-L-I-C-I-A and all of the uh, diagrams that Gina uh, references will be there if you want to have a look. So, Val, most lenses that you get for your DSLR camera are going to uh, vary in focal length between 14 millimetres to 500 millimetres. So, mm. the uh, smaller the number, the wider the focal length, which means the more of the background you're going to get in the shot. Now, in in the show notes, I've uh, created, a, a, I've got my um, little um, stencil set out, Val, and I made a little uh, a, a image of a, a wide landscape. And if uh, in the shot there is a path, there is some trees, either side of the path there's some cars, and then there's uh, four houses in a line. So if you've noticed that like if you go up and you want to take a 
spectacular panorama of a shot, you mm. need to use a as a wide a focal length as possible to get yeah. that beautiful panorama and that gets everything in the shot so if you try and do a landscape with a long lens like a longer focal length of 100 200 500 you're only ever going to get a, a small slither of that shot so i've actually uh got shown um i've created overlays of what the difference is for the exact same shot uh, and how it's captured on a 24 millimeter 35 millimeter, 50 millimeter, 70, 200, and 500. And what happens is the longer the focal length, the narrower the field of view of your lens. And where this is particularly important is, is not just in capturing panoramas with that wide sweeping uh, focal length that gets everything in the shot, but mm. think about I, th I use uh, longer lenses when I'm shooting portraits, particularly environmental portraits, because the narrower angle of view of a longer lens means that I can shoot in areas where to the naked eye you think this isn't going to be, this isn't a good backdrop because I've got, uh, say you're in an alleyway, Val, and you want yeah. to take a shot and you've got cars parked in the alleyway, there might Rubbish be uh, trash cans and all of that. Now, if you were to photograph someone in that alleyway with a wide angle lens, you're going to get everything captured in that scene. You'll get the mm. trash cans, you'll get the wall, you'll get the cars, you'll get everything. But if you then choose a longer focal length, like a 100 to, to 200 um, millimeter lens, your field of view is going to be much narrower and you can actually take a portrait and you'll miss either side of the, uh, you, you'll miss getting the trash cans in the shot and the cars in the shot. So that's why I regularly prefer to shoot on a longer focal length. For that reason, it's uh, it's optimal. You can, you'll get rid of uh, a lot of background clutter. If you mm. wanted to take a character portrait and it's really important that you get the environment in the shot, then you might want to choose a wider focal length, something of like 50 and below. I, my ideal for that sort of stuff is 35 mil because you get uh, enough detail in the background to help you tell the story. It supports the, uh, the the character. It's like might be an environment that they live or work in and you, you want to see some of that scene to support your shot. All right? So Right. So like if you were a chef, I mean shooting a chef and you yep. wanted to get the chef in the kitchen, you mm -hmm. would you would shoot with 35 or something with a wider focal length. Yes. And, but if you if the chef was in a dirty alley and you didn't want to see the dirty alley yes. and you just wanted to see something that was halfway decent in the background in a narrow field of vision, then you might shoot at 200. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, so that's uh, that's good to good to know. And when you're shooting in the studio as well, uh, and and with roll paper, I I like to use the longer focal length because if I'm shooting wide, it's very hard to to keep within my set. I'm going to start getting the lights and the edges of my roll paper and a lot of the guff of the studio. Yeah. So having a longer lens gives me a narrower field of view for it. So it works really well that way. So there's some diagrams you can check out in the 
podcast notes that show you all of that. When it comes to portraits, Val, the the lens that you use is going to have uh, an effect on how the face is rendered. Mm. So if you're shooting at a very narrow focal length of, say, 24 millimetres, it has a distortion on the face. And uh, like what it does is it, it actually makes the face look narrower. And that's why uh, lenses that from uh, smartphones, which I think are about um, uh, an iPhone 6 uh, has a, a, a lens of roughly 29 millimetres. Okay. So it's, mm-hmm. it's quite a wide lens. And that's why a lot of bloggers and YouTubers prefer to use that as a focal length when they're filming because it, it makes their face look narrower. So it's the preferred, it's a preferred shot. But if you and and but if you move too close with a wide angle lens into a portrait, it can give a cartoon-like look to the face. It can distort the head and make it look uh, anything that's closer to the camera is going to look bigger and and um, in distort it, and it can give a cartoon caricature look to the face. Ooh. If you want to make someone look like they do in real life, like what they're without any compression or any distortion, the mm. 50 mil is the true, that is what you really look like. So when you go and get your passport photo done and uh, Jan gets you up and lines you up mm. in front of the, the with, with the, the little snapmatic camera and mm. you look at the photo and you go, I don't like it. <laughs> so <laughs> it was shot on a 50 mil because that's actually what you really look like. That's the truest representation Mm. of a person after that the longer focal length what happens is it starts to compress your features so things like nose will start to look flatter and the other thing is um it uh, the, the the field of view behind the background is becoming narrower, so you're not starting you're not seeing as much like we talked about that with the landscape mm. shots. You're not seeing as much in the background. So basically, the longer lens compresses, and some people don't like how they look with a longer lens because it's going to make their face look slightly broader, but all oh. the features are going to look slightly flatter. Now, it's my preferred length because I do like how it flattens. Uh, facial features and I, I, it's my preferred lens and it's also a favorite amongst portrait and fashion photographers. So um, there you go. That's a little bit on, on lenses, Val, and why you choose the ones that you choose. Why do you mean, what do you mean by flattened features exactly? Flattened. So, so what a longer lens does is it compresses the background. So like if you mm-hmm. were to use, uh, say, photograph uh, a landscape with a 200 mil lens, right, and put yeah. someone in front of the scene, what it does is it makes everything, it makes the background look closer to you than it really is. It compresses, it brings everything forward forward. Right. So it brings yep. everything forward. So when you're photographing someone, if someone's got like a slightly longer nose, if you photograph them with a longer lens, their nose is going to look slightly flatter than it would uh, if you photograph them with, say, right. a 50 or 24 millimeter lens. Got it. Got okay, it. great. All right. Well, that's that's um, a great explanation. Um, yeah. Uh, so something to keep in mind, certainly when you are shooting your portraits in particular, uh, choose your 
focal length strategically to achieve the look that you're actually going for. Now, we also have a photo critique, is that right? Or some photo critiques? Yeah, so James Hughes uh, sent in a photo and uh, he he writes that uh, this is his first post. He posted in the Facebook community. That's uh, So You Want to Be a Photographer Facebook community. So it's Uh, So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community. Just search for that on Facebook and it's free to join. So do uh, it's f- and it's for the listeners of this podcast. So make sure you check it out. And it's also a great place to chat to other photographers and also to chat to myself and Gina. So yeah. James Hughes. And he says, I've been binge listening to the podcast over the last few months now and loving it. And I was listening to the group hug episode. And mm-hmm. while listening, I got a phone call to go and take a group shot of 17 employees. Wow. So that, that's a that's a big group to photograph. And uh, anyway, he took notes and he copied some some of my tips and uh, the, he's uh, uploaded the result here and uh, he wants a photo critique. So first off, I have to say, James, well done. I think this shot is amazing. What he's done is there's so, uh, it's such a dynamic shot because mm. he doesn't have everyone just uh, in a row like a school photo smiling um, at the camera. He's got everyone looking at different way there's a lot of interaction going there's a lot of energy and flow in the shot which I love there's a lot of personality I also like uh the grungy post-production that he's used for the shot and it's actually so it's uh several images that he's comped together so five separate frames that he's comped together to get this shot so uh I love it I think you've done a great job I love the way he's staggered the groups as well so Mm. he's got uh, people standing in the background there's people People sitting, and he's got people sitting uh, in on the floor. Some are on stools, and some are on chairs. So he's got that that nice flow that goes on. There's lot, there's mm. lots of uh, different levels and heights, which gives that shot interest. Uh, James, if you want to take this image to the next level, my my suggestion would be to spread everyone out a bit more. So if you had the luxury of being able to comp several I- images together, what I would do with a group like this is I would split them up into groups of odd numbers. So mm. I would maybe have uh, a seven, a, a couple and uh, a, a few fives. What have we got? 17. So maybe seven and two fives and do them in, in groups like that and sort of in a triangle shape and then uh, comp them together uh, in, in with a bit more space between them. So it was all spread out. Um, just overall, the shot seems to be like a little bit uh, – uh, too um, too compact for me. I'd like to see more space between everyone. And so hard to do if you do the group all at once, but if you mm. were comping together, that's how I would do it. And it's a lot easier with big groups like this because you can focus on just getting each individual um, person looking in the right right way and you nail each one and then you, you get it together and uh, it, it ends up looking fantastic. Just so like you make sure that there aren't people overlapping or you're only seeing half a person or things like that. Just give everyone not lots of breathing room and lots of space so everyone is a, a hero in their own right of the shot. So the um, image, if you want to have a look at it, is in the show notes at ginamilitia.com and it's a group of 17 people where, and they kind of look like they 
uh, probably belong to a tech startup or something mm-hmm. there because they've got pretty casual clothes on. And so they're very informal, very relaxed. And what James uh, has done is kind of um, created like a Vanity Fair style group cover where he has got them at all the various angles, as Gina has mentioned. And, I, yeah, I think he's done a really great job. But I would agree with you that maybe just a little bit more breathing space. It's a, just a tiny bit squashed. But other, uh, apart from that, I think it's fantastic. And I think so he's done a great energy. job, great yeah, job excellent. at clumping them together. So we have another photo critique from Ron, and Ron has sent in a shot of a young woman, and he has said, I wanted your thoughts on these two images of this beautiful lady I recently photographed in Miami for an evening out door photo session two days ago uh images have not been retouched and so it's this young woman and what he's she's got jeans and a red t-shirt and she's got dark hair and um uh braids two two braids um and she's shot against kind of like a graffiti style wall but it's not overly busy graffiti it's like these yellow flowers on a blue background and um she's leaning against the wall and clearly and it is in the evening so he's uh ron has used lighting but uh, she's basically leaning in the wall in a couple of different poses and so yeah gina what's your critique on this Okay, so uh, I love the location that that Ron's picked here. I love I love uh, graffiti as a background. I think it's uh, fantastic. Um, I'm not sure what was on the other side of that wall that you were shooting on, Ron, and or if you had space to get back further from her. So the first thing I, um, I would have done with the um, just to take these shots to the next level. I also love the uh, the color choice. So she's wearing a beautiful red T-shirt that really pops against that background and I think you've lit this really well uh, with uh, using uh, I think flash off camera is it? Um, One speed light at quarter power. Yeah, yeah. so ju- it, like the, the balance of light uh, lo- looks really good. The skin tone looks lovely. To take these shots to the next level, Ron, with your uh, full-length shot that you've got, I've noticed that you've cropped uh, just at her ankle there, which um, is probably uh, you could have cropped a little bit higher just at the calf, uh, sort of try and avoid cropping at, um, at, uh, at anywhere where uh, your limb's bend is uh doesn't look as visually um pleasing as it does to crop midway so if you couldn't couldn't um get back far enough and you had to crop i would probably go up a little bit higher and crop through a calf if you could get back further i would have loved to have seen this shot used at uh shot at fully at the 250 millimeters and gone all the way back and shot long and then what would have happened is you would have thrown the background out of focus the other thing I would have done for the full length shot is to um, drop your drop your angle down so I would be for these sorts of shots I carry around knee pads and I shoot everyone from from that level I'm, I'm kneeling and uh, I shoot low down and and up on a longer focal length and uh, that would have been uh, a lot more flattering and then up the along the wall and um, that that would have been for the full length shot just drop your angle far more flattering and either include the feet in the shot or crop mid thigh 
or mid-calf to get the shot. So uh, I think the pose looks good. I actually do prefer the pose where she's leaning up against the wall with her shoulder to the wall. Uh, I think that's far more flattering. I think the pose on, on that shot is beautiful. She's got one arm slightly behind the other. There's a nice little S curve going on with her face. If you could have, um, with the background, um, either uh, increased your ISO so you get more um, light going on the background. I think it must have been quite late at night because you're shooting into black. Or if you could have just um, had a second light that just um, lights up her hair so there's a bit more separation uh, mm. to the background because her, her hair is black, um, yep. it's disappearing in the background. The other thing, if you don't have a speed light, is if you um, got someone to hold up a silver reflector near her head, that would have bounced the light um back onto her, the back of her head and that would have given you a bit more separation there between her hair and the black background. So, But aside from that, love, love that angle and love the uh, longer focal length there. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think I can add anything to that. I think you've done a great job, Ron. I really do uh, like the um, more cropped shot, but I agree with Gina. If you were going to shoot her um, uh, full length or if you're going to shoot her um, a little bit further away, I would go for a depth of field where she, the, the background is a little bit more blurry. But I think it's just a great subject and a great location yeah just make the most of the location by doing some of those techniques all right great well that brings us to the end of this week's snapshot because this is only a short episode we will return to regular programming in the next episode uh where do we find you online until then gina you can find me at ginamilitia.com. That's G-I-N-A-M-I-L-I-C-I-A. And I'm at Gina Militia on Instagram and at Gina Militia on Twitter. Great. And you'll find me at Valerie Koo. That's K-H-O-O on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also in the Facebook group. And again, if you want to join, just search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community on Facebook. We know it's a mouthful, but at least that way you'll find us <laughs> and it'd be great to connect with you. So thanks for listening, everyone, and we look forward to chatting to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources, and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit ginamilitia.com.